side. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Shallow center field. Coming on is Marsh. Still coming on. Makes the catch. The ball game is over. The drought is over after 11 seasons. The Philadelphia Phillies are going back to the postseason. They'll represent the National League as a wild card representative. And they celebrate behind the mound, and this is a long time coming. They were under 500 when Rob Thompson took over. He's won 65 games as the skipper of the fighting Phils. They asked for Red October for the last several years, and guess what? They have stormed into Red October. They didn't have to rely on anybody in Milwaukee tonight. They just relied on themselves here in Houston. Now, of course, everybody's been waiting patiently, like the Philadelphia Phillies, although you didn't have to wait 11 years for us to come back, but the hurricane is over, and yes, even though here in our local area, thank God it was minimal damage, everyone is fine, everyone is alive. For those of us and friends who live further south, out towards Fort Myers, Neighbors, Englewood, and areas of that nature, we hope and pray they continue to find people alive as the search and rescue continues. And not only that, that if you can, by all means, reach out and make sure that your loved ones are fine. Not only that, if you can possibly help, reach out to the Red Cross or fox13news.com. They will give you all the proper links. If you can possibly donate, whether, listen, whether it's a sneaker, a water bottle, food, anything you possibly can, please help out the folks that have lost, and I mean everything, the most devastating storm that, Florida has ever seen in their lifetime. So we hope and pray we continue to find great people out there. And even though, yes, you may lose your house or car or anything else, as long as you are alive, you the person, because you always end up bouncing back no matter what. So welcome, episode 159. And we're with the chief marketing officer <clears throat> with Sterling Gordon Fernay. And hopefully I said the last name correctly here, but he is on standby here in the window in the green room along with Dylan. We thank you for tuning in tonight from again overseas, South America, here in the United States and our friends to the north in Toronto and Ontario. We thank you for everyone for tuning in. And we are talking about the basketball league's newest premier edition team, the Wenatchee Bighorns Pro Basketball Team. So we'll be talking about them. And by the way, commanders, the actual Washington State, not the Washington State you guys had in your mugs, the actual Washington State. So if you are a commander fan, we're not talking about D.C., we're actually talking about Washington State, because I did see that you guys did make a blunder, which was quite funny that, yeah, you're not a state. Let's remember you are the District of Columbia. So with that being said, of course, the Eagles taking care of business. As always, they are starting out 4-0. I have a video for that one later on with all the celebration that those guys end up doing. It is great to be a Philly fan. And yes, even though we are live here in Tampa at the LG Direct Sales Solution Studios, nonetheless, it's good to be a Philly fan. Sixers in the winning last, last night as well. Ben Simmons on the court. 
Thankfully, it was in Brooklyn because he will have to visit Philly. But I'm quite sure when he visits Philly, he will not be on the court because something miraculously wouldn't have happening. But nonetheless, we're going to talk about some pro hoops tonight. We're going to talk about uh, with, of course, with, pardon me, as I'm losing my voice a little bit here. With Sterling, we're going to be talking about the newest addition again to the basketball league. And uh, by the way, if you guys aren't a part of it, just watch. Go to thebasketballleague.net. Look on the website. Be a part of it. Just because, let's just say you can be a team market owner, it doesn't mean you cannot be a fan of any of the existing teams that are on here and within the league, within itself. As you guys know, Dylan and myself, we're with the Tampa Bay Titans. We're waiting to see if they happen to come back themselves. If not, you know, things move on. We move on, but we continue to love and support the league itself. So thank you for everyone tuning in tonight. We do appreciate it. Of course, a promo there for the Philadelphia Phillies waiting 11 years to finally get back at Rob Thompson took over this team under 500 and we will see how this team fares. So a lot of things can happen. We hope the postseason continues on, but we can't wait to get there and we'll see who in a plane more than likely is going to be the St. Louis Cardinals. So we hope not an early exit, but we hope to just root nothing but for our fills as it took forever to get back there. And the last time we were there, yeah, we lost in 2009, but we'll skip over that one and go back to 2008 where we end up winning it all. So, Lots to get into tonight. Lots to get into as far as fun-wise. And it's good to see Dylan joining me. And yeah, Dylan will not be sporting. Oh, no, wait a minute. Yes, he is sporting his Toronto gear. So don't hold it against him, but it's okay. With all that being said, we thank you once again for joining us tonight here. Episode 159. I'm Angel and welcome to Broad Street South. Fuji tonight because Fuji is already upset with him trying to impersonate him. So just a regular introduction here for the local table correspondent. It is Dylan Spaulding. Dylan, how are you this evening? What's good, everybody? Angel, so happy to be on the show. Uh, you know, you know me, the, the Blue Jay guy, the Buccaneers guy now, uh, little Fuji as they like to call them recently. So, you know, you know me, but uh, yeah, man, exciting. Phillies are back in the playoffs. Blue Jays are in the playoffs. Rays are in the playoffs. All three of my teams are in the playoffs, which is like unheard of in baseball for me. Uh, very exciting stuff happening in the world of baseball. Excited for the weekend for playoff baseball to be happening in all three of our cities. I'm going to try to watch as much playoff baseball as I can. But uh, Angel, it's uh, good to be on tonight and excited to talk to Sterling about this uh, brand new TBL team. And I'll tell you what, the West Coast, it's uh, it's growing in terms of the TBL. So excited to get to talk to him about some TBL basketball, especially out in the West Coast of the country. It is. Not only that, but just watch, done. watch the venue that they're going to be playing in. And I, I've yeah. got it up here that I'm going to bring up here in a second. Watch the venue. Dude, I'm I'm completely jealous because there's like there's broadcast booths. You name it. Yeah. I mean, I that I would have loved to have that. No, cramped up in those little seats, but that's okay. It's the way it works. We'll we made it. things work. <laughs> we made it happen. It was a lot of fun. So and I have the first comment up here by Rick Marcus is welcome back, everyone. Great to have yeah. uh have us all here and no damage. And great to see that they yeah. Rick holding it down there hey, for Angel, Southwest. Angel, one, one, one thing I forgot to add into is uh my, my thoughts and condolences do go out to everybody down in Southwest Florida. Um, I, I obviously we were supposed to play Southwest uh, Florida baseball or whatever last week in college baseball here in the area. And unfortunately that game ended up getting postponed, but our thoughts and condolences right now are with the people down in Southwest Florida. Just wanted to get that out there. I almost forgot to add that. In. 
So. No, no, it's fine. Believe me, because they can use all the support as possible. Like I said, yeah. for, for anyone who could possibly donate, please, again, go to fox13news.com, and they will have the link for you where you can donate anything and everything. If you have a chainsaw you're not using, you can donate it. It, it just mm -hmm. doesn't have to be food. Yes, they would love the food, obviously the water, because, again, it's devastating as far as the water consumption down there that it can't use because they have to boil it. But if you don't have a house to boil it in, they would appreciate anything possibly coming from us. Mm -hmm. And as we do here in Florida, we always make sure we take care of each other. So uh, it's, it's great to see how the community is coming together, especially for Northern and central part of Florida here, taking care of the fine folks down there in South Florida. So uh, let's just hope that things continue that way. But Dylan, I want you to take a look at this video here before I bring on the man himself. I want you to take a look at this video because you look at this venue. I'm telling you, you might want to take a trip over to Washington. And again, commanders, not DC, Washington state. You might <laughs> yeah, want to take the trip yeah. over there. So take a look here at this video. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the second official video for the Wenatchee Bighorns Professional Basketball Organization. Today, we're going to be taking a look at where your Wenatchee Bighorns will be playing. Now this venue is absolutely spectacular. It's huge, seats roughly 4,000 people, has concession stands. It's got all the bells and whistles. So when you first walk into our venue, you can see that there's plenty of space here, very clean and well-kept facility. And as you can see in the main walking area, there's tons of room for different vendors and concession stands. But the real exciting part is the stadium itself. As you can see, the stadium is equipped to handle a massive crowd. Definitely an awesome venue to be able to go watch a game. We're really looking forward to seeing you guys this season. Now, having the man here himself, Sterling Gordon, Gordon Fournay. First of all, Sterling, thank you for joining us. And I'm just going to tell you right off the bat here, before you get your, your first word in. Now, Fayetteville has been coming down there for a game. And, and it, it's a Curry Courthouse. What you guys are having right there... It's just ridiculous because I already saw the little broadcast booth corner there. So uh, Dylan and I will probably end up making a, a big leap over to Washington State and coming out there to do a broadcast. But listen, thank you for joining us. Uh, we do appreciate it. Yes, thank you for having me on, Angel <clears throat> and Dylan. I hope you're doing well. How's it going, everybody? It's, it, it's uh, I, I would imagine, first of all, with being the chief marketing officer, and, and we also understand, too, there's there's two other gentlemen, if you want to bring them up as well, obviously the, the team market owner uh, and another partner as well that couldn't be with us tonight. So I, if you can momentarily here, just uh, introduce the other two gentlemen that are not with us tonight. Yeah, of course. So there's two other owners aside from myself. That would be Chase Larson and Anthony Williams. So uh, it's too bad that they're not here tonight, but it's all right because we all have the same vision for the team. So <clears throat> I feel very qualified to speak on it tonight. No, it's and, and Blaine, we appreciate it because it, again, it, as Dylan mentioned prior to coming on, that Washington is they're doing big things, no matter which way you look at it. Same way, like down in the Carolinas. I mean, you know, when when in speaking to Anthony and Ken, speaking to India, when when I was talking to them between the the Fayetteville Stingers and the Charlotte Purple Jackets, I mean, it's. It's amazing to me how people still now want to continue to add themselves into this league. And, and you can hear, you know, people saying, well, it could be either expensive or, well, it could be this or, well, it could be that. It's, it's not even as far as when the dollar amount, I'm just going to put it out there. When it comes out to the dollar amount, in the end, it's how much you get yourself involved in the community. What, you know, what you guys are planning on doing what people want to see from this team, you know, how much interaction is going to end up being. So yeah, like anything else, if you join an NBA team, guess what? It's going to cost you in the millions. So it's, yeah. it's a whole different story. It's how you market yourself. How are you going to put yourself out there? 
to other people to make them understand you need to be a part of this process. You need to believe and achieve in the basketball league. And so I hope, you know, that, that people understand that because we, we know we, we hear it. We, you know, I would hear it from the stands. I would hear from, from other people as well. Sometimes you would see on social media, but again, it's how much you believe in Evelyn and David's vision along with all the other teams that are in there as well. So I would like to know, first of all, welcome number one to the league. Cause I think it's outstanding. You guys end up coming up there and you also have the Seattle Superhawks, If I remember correctly, that would be yeah. now part of your division and Gary Payton now from what I understand as well, has ended up joining uh, with them as well. So you guys are going to have, first of all, number one, very stiff competition in the area. <laughs> wow. So uh, <laughs> welcome because it's going to be a tough season, but I'm pretty sure you guys are going to enjoy it. Oh yeah. We're super excited. And you know, to add to your point about, <clears throat> you know, the buy-in costs and stuff like that is really not about the money at the end of the day. Uh, you know, it's about community and one thing that really resonates with us and one thing that we're really trying to follow is the tagline of the TBL, where the spirit of the game lives. We're really trying to stand by that and, and run with that. Yeah. That's, and to me, that it's obviously it's huge because we see like, we even with the Titans, we saw the Titans being involved within the community as much as they possibly could. And, and, and for some people that, that may not know, yes, it is a full-time schedule when it comes to the players, to the TBL, but a lot of them also have full-time positions as well. So it's a, it's a balance of the two. And when those guys get involved in the community, they try to pour their hearts out to, to make people understand, hey, we're here. We also want to share the experience with you guys. You know, welcome you in, figuring out, you know, whether if if you can make it to the show live, if you can't make it to the game live, I should say, and welcome to the show as well. But if you can't make it to the game live, you can also watch on TBL TV if, once you pay for your subscription. But there's many different ways you can end up being a part of it even if you just like and subscribe or share out on social media, anything that can support your local team, because everyone wants to see everyone succeed. At least I hope so. And I think when it comes to the basketball league, that's what we see from a lot of different teams. They want to see how much can they put out there, whether it be in content, whether it be in what can they do within the community at times like this, you know, if the Titans were around, I'm pretty sure they would get themselves involved with what's going on down in Southwest Florida. So you know, there's a lot of components to this. And you guys now being the three of you putting all this together again, it's, it's your time, which is very valuable, figuring out what you're going to end up doing next and then the venues. And then now it's just, whether it's sponsorship, whether it's partnerships now, now comes the next stages of it, which it could be mind blowing for the most part, because if you look at it, January is only truthfully what about three months away. And before we know right. it, the season starts. So anything that's going to happen with you guys, it's going to happen within that time. So the other thing I would like to know is how do you guys plan on, you know, getting yourself marketing out there? It would be more of social media or are you guys planning on doing other avenues? Yeah. So we have a few different avenues that we're looking at right now. Of course, social media is going to be a, a very big player in how we're going to get our name out there. We're hitting every single social media extremely hard and extremely consistently TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, like if, if it's a social media, we're there. So we plan on being super consistent with that and kind of spreading the word. But there are a few different tactics that we're going to try as well, you know. So we're, we're going to kind of do like a little bit of a, an Easter egg hunt, so to speak. We're going to print out some QR codes and put them around the town and stuff like that. And when people pull them up, you know, we're not going to put any title on it, nothing like that, just pure curiosity for people to find this out themselves organically. And then 
we're going to hide some free game day tickets, you know, probably for our first game somewhere in the, in the town. And people are going to have to go from QR code to QR code following them. And I think, you know, like actual hands-on marketing, uh, but different tactics, not just putting billboards and stuff. I think that's really going to be a key component because not only do we want to market, but we want to have fun and we want the people that are going to be supporting the team to have fun as well. Yeah. As you talk about different social medias and TikTok and everything else, I, I just want to let you know that Dylan uh, decided to purchase MySpace. Now he calls it his only <laughs> space because OnlyFans is taken. So if you need, you know, another venue, <laughs> you can talk to Dylan and <laughs> you can go to his own space is the way Dylan ends up doing no, But listen, of course, I kid with Dylan all the time because a great, great friend of mine and, and got me in with as far as with the Titans. And, you know, I never forget people that helped me along the way. As I always stated, I have it on the website as well because you can't never, you know, not ever think and forget to thank the people who helped you along the way. So that's a big thing. But, you know, Dylan, it, it, being inclusive here in the conversation as well, you've been also with the with the basketball league and you've seen what happened with you know the fan base when they've come in uh the excitement then into building we saw with the titans you yeah. know for the first time they were able to make the playoffs and, and that was a lot of fun you yourself were able to get the experience for the toronto blue jays of yeah. being able to say that you know they're in the playoffs as well and, and it's fun as as a fan as a broadcaster to do so but I, I want to get your perspective as well for people that are tuning in, whether being from Washington State or anywhere around the world, to make them understand how that kind of gravitational pull it is when your team is out there in your city and you guys come to represent. Mm -hmm. uh, is this question directed for at Dylan? Dylan? Yeah. Oh, it's directed to me. Yes, uh, so um, I apologize. I thought it was directed to Sterling for a moment. I apologize. <laughs> uh, it's exciting. You know, it's exciting to when, when your team is, is succeeding in, in the town. And obviously when it's also getting integrated into the town as well. And as Sterling, as you mentioned, it seems like you guys are going to have a lot of exciting things coming up in terms of trying to get the community involved and, and trying to get the community out there. I, I want to ask you actually real quick, you know, you mentioned with kind of that spirit of the game tie uh, tagline, excuse me. Um, and, and really that is a great tagline because it really applies to every team in this league, but especially mm -hmm. more so in Washington, you know, the Seattle supersonics used to play there, obviously uh, a very right. successful NBA franchise and they ended up moving, go to an Oklahoma city. So they haven't had basketball in years, but basketball is still thriving in the state of Washington. Um, how exciting is it to be a part of this, like movement of, you know, bringing a team to Washington, another, a third team to Washington, I should say, and, and almost, I would say filling that void of for fans that are clamoring for basketball in that state, because, you know, everybody wants an NBA team in, in Washington and I, sooner right. or later it's going to happen, but you know, it's exciting to have three teams in a fantastic league that are given the opportunity to give basketball to the community in a community that really is wanting basketball. Right. Yeah, no, we're extremely excited. You know, when, when I first met Anthony and he talked about this, you know, this is, this is his whole thought process of bringing this team here. So when I first talked to him and he started introducing the idea to me, it mm -hmm. almost didn't even sound real, you know, because the Seattle super, the Seattle supersonics, you know, they were one of my favorite teams and, and I wasn't even paying attention to them when they were here. But once I learned about them, I was like, we had a pro team and they left. So you know, seeing how much the Western seaboard has expanded and specifically Washington with three teams now in the TBL, mm -hmm. we are absolutely hyped. Like we're so excited to bring this here. Central Washington, we have Western Washington and then Eastern Washington team. So we're super excited. 
That's for Joey B number one. Thank you, Joey, for for the message. And I don't know, Dylan. Do you do you actually know all the words to O Canada? I do not. No, I do not. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I know. I, I know a little bit of it. I know a little bit of it, but not all. So. All right. Well, listen, we'll, we'll get you brushed up. That way you'll know. Uh, okay. The good thing you don't have to worry about <laughs> is the commander's fight song because <laughs> they're not doing anything whatsoever. Because once again, everyone, Washington State, not the District of Columbia. Yeah. But I, I, so I say jokingly, Sterling, because I, I don't call, and that's the most I've ever referred to commanders that way. I've When they were going through this whole name change, identity change, whatever you want to call it. So I was mm. calling them DCU, which for me is the District of Columbia University because that's what right. it feels like until, you know, the organization can figure out what they're going to do next. That to me, it is just the way they are. And and they'll, they'll get it right at one point or another. I don't know when, maybe when Ron Rivera steps away uh, because of everything that goes on in the front office, unfortunately, but they'll, they'll end up getting themselves on the right track, but it's good for the Eagles. At least that are, again, they're top of the division right now Four and and I can say that until the weekend starts, because then you look at going one and oh, as they're making a trip out there to Arizona. So that should be right. fun. And, Philly Sports Trips, our partner here on Broad Street South, they're going out there, sold out venue, and a huge special guest is supposed to be out there, so I'm dying to know exactly who it is, but they won't let me know, because even though we're partners, they don't ever let me know, so I don't spill the beans out there, but uh, it, it's going to yeah. be fun as far as out there, but listen, you're, you're talking about now, when it, when it comes to the venue, and as we saw in the video there, there's going to be plenty of room, obviously, for people who want to come and reach out to you guys, whether you know it, it could be personal foods, um, not right. super personal, obviously, but you know, if you have vendors that want to come out there, um, any kind of sponsors, it, schools the same way too, because I think what people don't understand either is that even though you guys like to make the partnership within a community, any school that, you know, may be competing with another district somewhere, that's a great opportunity to take their children and say, listen, I know your kid goes to Abbott elementary, but talk to us here about Cindy Elementary. We have all these different things in, in a venue like that. It's great because as people are coming in, that's the first faces that they see, the first interaction they see. Right. So with a venue do you guys have, what expectations do you look for as far as, you know, who you would like to, as far as to reach out to, you know, whether it being local, it could be somewhere even out of state if, if possible, because we know there's AC companies that may have started in Washington state, but now they may have you know, gone to Colorado and maybe Texas, everywhere else. So if, if you were out there to market to someone to come into your venue, who is exactly you guys would try to, to look for it to come in with you guys? Okay. So primarily the vendors that we're going to be looking for are within the community, like the Wenatchee Valley. So we have roughly five different cities that are around this area with Wenatchee being like the largest population. So in, in a lot of those spaces, and even in that video, I really didn't get to show like the true scale of how big this venue is. Like that, that one corridor down there where vendors can be stationed goes the entire way around the stadium. So there's like an unlimited amount of space. There's probably more space than the amount of vendors that we could fit in there, to be quite honest. So, you know, the first vendors that we're going to go for definitely going to be community vendors. And then from there, we can look at branching out, you know, whether it be a corporate chain or like you mentioned, somebody that was previously stationed within our state and then transferred to a new spot. You know, we're open to pretty much anything at this point, but definitely community vendors will get the first priority. And that's it to me. I think it's important because it's listen, small businesses run this world, right? Before the targets mm -hmm. of the world and the Walmarts of the world and everything else, everybody started small, especially like your Amazons right. of the world, your local businesses, your mom and pop businesses. That that's what, and again, referring it back to Southwest Florida, a, a lot of those businesses that, that, will not come back for a while because obviously from losing their buildings to the storm, but people in the community 
that's what makes a community. When you reach out to someone, it, even if it's a fish sandwich, you know, anything that, that you can possibly bring over to the venue, it might be someone who just moved into that new community and may not have known about, you know, their local hardware store, their local restaurants, their local bars. So it's good that you guys are going to get involved. And that's the one thing I will say that I absolutely love about the basketball league is that any team that I've spoken to or I reach out to, that's their big thing. They want to make sure like Fayetteville is, is going to do an incredible job. And so is Charlotte because they've, they've already put the fields out there. They've already, been involved and gotten people in to believe in them as much as they're going to believe in, in the city. And Fayetteville, I know for a fact, it's going to be huge for them because they, they haven't had a pro basketball team there ever. So it's nice to see the Connecticut Cobras now become the Fayetteville Stingers um, to, to go down and, and take a look and, and, and see what they're going to, what they're going to end up doing as far as within the, within that venue to not only bring in the community, but to make the people aware, like, hey, if, if you need something, you know, it, it could be just like an outreach because you don't know. You might have a vendor there, for example, that may know someone that if you're struggling within your own business, they may have a contact that you can talk to. And so that community vibe that you guys are going to have, that's going to be extremely important for everyone. So I hope that not only the people with, you know, within Washington State, the surrounding states as well, Idaho, you guys can get involved as well. So therefore yep. everybody wins. Anytime you get the community involved, everybody wins. If you guys, even if you guys paint a mural or have someone that can paint a mural for someone in there, it, it's just, it, it's just a blessing. So for me, I can go on about it cause I love small businesses. That's where we, we kind of yep. thrive on here on the show as well. But it's good to see that you guys are, are now coming into the league, making yourselves known. You know, everybody will hear all about what you guys are again, the I'm pretty sure the Seattle Superhawks are, are going to be <laughs> knocking at your yeah. door because you guys being the direct competitors of each other. But it's nice because you'll have the in-town rivalry. And that's important because we had, Dylan, what we had, four teams down here that yeah, were basically we in-town rivalries? Yeah, four teams down here. Well, three this past season, four this upcoming season. So, And then you got three up there. So you're also going to have Vancouver as well in Washington. That's going to become a rivalry as well with you guys. So it's going to be yeah. really fun to see the uh, the triangular effect there in Washington with the rivalries for basketball. Yeah. Which I think is great because you see in all these sports, you see like the Red Sox-Yankees rivalries. You know, you see, yeah. you know, these sports rivalries where these towns really get involved and you see – fans from other cities traveling in and it gives you guys a great opportunity to, you know, not only market out to your area, but also as Angel mentioned, market out to the other fans as well. And Hey, give them an opportunity to give them a great experience as well and say, Hey, this was a fantastic experience. Maybe this team can do. So is that something that's going to be awesome Sterling to have a chance to have is that opportunity to even, you know, kind of, be an innovator for other teams as well and, and what they're doing as well. And, you know, kind of work with other teams in that aspect. Yes. 100%. We're super excited to play against our Seattle counterparts and our Eastern Washington counterparts, you know, and even though we might become rivals to some extent of the word, uh, you know, our goal here or our hope is that their teams are going to be really strong because a strong team favors good competition and yeah. good competition creates better players. And that's that's the goal. We all want to watch a good game. You know, if there's two really good teams butting heads, that's the goal. And by the way, I want to correct myself because I forgot. Connecticut Cobras became the Quinn City Charlotte Purple Jackets. I got to make sure I remember that one because I forget Anthony did move from the cold down to the south with his family in the Carolinas. But, uh, you know, it, again, and listen, in the TBL, the, the funny thing is because it is a, a professional league, 
if again, if, if you guys have not been to one of these games, I would suggest for you find the team within your town. Take a look because even though you sure you can go to the NBA and you can spend, I don't know, whatever game ticket is at this point, 40, 50, 70 bucks and, and, and up. Some charge between five, some 10, some 20, depending on where you are and your venue. It is so worth it, especially taking a family because it is such a great time. You can get so involved in the game and you would think that you're watching an actual NBA game. So if, if you go in, start rooting for your team. You know, it, it maybe it's a visiting team because maybe you don't favor a particular team. You know, you might go to, again, over to Washington State and figure out, okay, which team do I actually want to root for? Or you can root for both. No matter which way you look at it, you can take a look at it. Now, if my co-host Fuji was here, of course, he would try to say, I root for the Bucks, but I don't root for the Bucks. So I, and even though <laughs> Dylan likes to give me a hard time about it, but I don't. But either way, I mean, it's good because you can get yourself so involved in these teams. And when you start meeting the players, you start meeting the coaches, you start meeting the owners, you really start gravitating towards this team. Like, man, they like they really understand this. They're part of this community. And even if you have a player that may come from, let's just say, Indiana, but he wants to play in Washington because he may, you know, he's trying out for the team because the next level would be for the G League and then the NBA, and, or he might we want to play overseas. It's so great to be involved with the team. So everyone, please, whether, again, if it's not Wenatchee, you guys can, you know, maybe Tallahassee, wherever it may be, but take a look at the venue. Please go share the experience, you know, tell someone else, even as the season gets ready to go underway here, all the, the venues that you guys might end up having, you know, getting ready for, like you said, you're going to have that egg hunt out there the, you know, small things like that. That's what brings the community in. And right now, more than ever in our lifetime, we need our communities to come together because there's been so much going on within our world that we hope that everyone and what actually takes a look and sees what's going out there so they can have just as much fun as you guys have. And I, I just want to ask as well, because I, I know that as you talk about earlier, you're an entrepreneur, which obviously got you into this and, and he talked about it and he wants to know like you know, what the fields are and everything else. How much did he have to convince you to say, Hey, Sterling, we're, we're sitting on something really good here. And I'm pretty sure we can actually make this very successful. How much convincing did he have to do to get you involved? <laughs> uh, not hardly any convincing at all. You know, once he proposed the idea to me, I was pretty much on board right away. <clears throat> you know, after that shock finally went away and I was like, we're actually doing this. Then, you know, we, we just dove head on straight, straight in and, and we got it going. And that's pretty much it. No Sterling, convincing necessary. Oh, sorry, Sterling. I didn't mean to cut you oh, out good. there. My bad. Good. Uh, <laughs> um, real quick question for you, man. You know, obviously, you know, being a new team and, you know, I'm not sure how much you've gotten a chance to talk with David and Evelyn or even the other mm -hmm. team owners and such. But if, for how much you have been able to talk to maybe some of the other team owners, whether it be in the area or out of the area and such, um, how much have you learned from the other teen owners, whether it be, you know, the way they run their organizations, obviously you guys are going to have your own ways and you guys are going to have your own, you know, set style, if you will, that's going to make you right. guys unique from everybody else. But how much have you, have you guys, have you learned so far and, and gotten advice from some of these other owners and even from David and Evelyn themselves? I imagine they've, you know, given you guys some, you know, great, you know, advice and just some nice, you know, kind of keywords, if you will, to start out your kind of journey here in the, the basketball Gotcha. Okay. So Anthony, I would say is like our primary connection to any gotcha. of the team owners and, and Dave and Evelyn. 
So a lot of the stuff that we've been doing is kind of a trickle down from Anthony's conversations with them. Mm -hmm. But I do think that we're primarily going to try to focus on being unique. And, you know, I've definitely drawn a lot of inspiration from some of the other social medias from the teams that Mm -hmm. have been established in the league. But I do, I think all of us do, we want to be as unique as possible and provide an experience that you might not otherwise get at with another team, you know, because uniqueness for sure breeds competition. For sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Hey, unique. Yeah. As you mentioned, yeah, you being unique and having your own, you know, kind of style, if you will, and in, in, in mm-hmm. terms of all everything that you guys do is important. So I, I, I completely uh, accept that that works. That works. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what you guys have coming out here soon. Hopefully it's going to be a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you talked about before, as far as reaching out to social media, the other part to this as well, of course, people can go out to your website because they can go. And and if you want to walk through with everyone here that's that's listening in on the audio download, as you guys will be after show here. But for just for people who are who are listening in on the show, where else, you know, other than social media, you have as I have the website posted up on the on the right side here for those who are who are listening in. But where can they go through there? Let's say to navigate through to contact you guys for a potential sponsor or, or a potential vendor. Alrighty. So on our website, I'm not sure if this is live because this is something that we've been working on today, but there should be some sponsorship applications on that website right there, at least coming today or tomorrow, depending on the day. But if, if that's not there, then you can also contact us on any of our social medias and all of the handles for our social medias can be found at Wenatchee Bighorns. So that would probably be the best bet as of now. Well, I'm pretty sure, again, everybody's going to be, again, the, the season is is right around the corner when you look at it. it it's not that far away. Uh, it, everybody knows that it's going to be exciting and it's thrilling. And, and honestly, God, I mean, it. if you haven't been yourself, Sterling, to, to watch one of the games, because I know it's coming out to your market right now, once you guys start putting that team together, once you start getting them feels and them vibes and everything else, it I'm t- it, it feels like an NBA level. I will say because the TBL continues to get better. And by the way, for those that that don't seem to kind of understand like certain little things here, Evelyn and David are heavily involved. They're not owners that just come and say, Sterling, you want to start a team? Got you, buddy. We're good. And never see them again. Evelyn and David, they go around, and when I mean they go around on their own dime, they go around on their own dime, and they try to get to every single venue throughout the season. And the reason why I know, because when I first came in contact with them, was down in Tampa just before, or matter of fact, right when we had uh, when we clinched a playoff spot there. So they wanted to come down. They wanted to see it for themselves. Obviously, they want to talk to Basil Harfouch, the owner of the Tampa Bay Titans. They wanted to, I mean, they, they get involved. They're there. They want to see you guys succeed. So again, it's not like write me the check. Goodbye. See you later. Figure out how to do it on your own. No, they're there. They're ready to available. And, and Evelyn, I will say for my own self, if you need to talk to her, she will schedule a time and she will make sure she ends up talking to you. And, and same way with David, David has been traveling because combines are going. There's so many different things that are happening. I mean, he's, I believe probably back in Canada that, that I can think of, if not somewhere out in the Midwest, but they're constantly heavily involved. So if, this is why I say, if you guys want to start a team, I mean, you got a team in, in Georgia that they're doing it with NFTs. Basically, everyone could be a part of the team. That's how crazy you can do things here with the basketball league. But they are involved. So don't think just because they're the owners, they live in this glorified castle. No, no. They are out there amongst 
everyone because they want to see this league succeed. And I will give my hats off to them because they do an outstanding job and the people they put together. So it's just, it's tremendous for me. I know in, in speaking with them, Dylan, the same way, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun. So I, I can't wait for the season to start back up because it's a lot of fun. And, and you guys will be part of the, uh, the TBL TV package. So people can see, and then the all sports network will be replaying the games. So if anyone missed it, you'll be able to catch the replays, not the live version. You'll be able to catch the replays in case you guys didn't miss it. So there, there's still a lot more things coming from the basketball league. So stay tuned because it's going to be absolutely outstanding. But now, Sterling, on the flip side here, we know, or at least some people may know, that you may be involved maybe in other businesses. You may be involved in, you know, in, in different things. But how did you come about as far as your success? And then just a little background by yourself. Like, what do you like to do away from being successful? Something that, that might be fun and maybe no one knows about, obviously here in a podcast, but no one knows about, but if you want to share out there with the crowd. Alrighty. So I have a vast, or I have like a plethora of different hobbies that I do. You know, one of the main things I've got a piano off screen right here. I like to play piano to relax. I go mountain biking. I hit the gym as well. And, you know, I think one of the main things, even though I'm heavily involved in quite a few businesses, I still choose to work a job as well because I'm extremely community oriented. And the job that I work currently is at the gym. Uh, you know, I, I just check people in, but I find that, you know, having recently moved to Wenatchee, not from far away, probably about an hour away, but having recently moved here, it's been a really good way to assimilate myself into the community and meet different people. You know, like the mayor comes into our gym. We get a lot of really high political figures from our community that come into the gym and just the general public. So I, I really like to immerse myself in the community and just be out and about and, and filming as well. You know, I got my my camera off screen right here. I do a lot of filming. I do public interviews. I just, I, you know, I really like to be immersed in it. That's the best part because again, everybody knows that the social content that people create, it's the same way with us here on the show. I mean, there's, there's so much preparation you have to get into and, and know your stuff because people will call your bluff, you know, your stuff, right. you put yourself out there and then people, it'll, it'll start making grumblings. I mean, we started again, Started down here in, in Tampa, Fuji out there in Philadelphia, who's been with me since the inception of, of Broad Tree South. Just even in Tampa, it took longer for the growing and the following to happen here versus having Philadelphia because of uh, when we launched, it was during COVID. Now being in 40 out of the 50 states, and, and it's amazing how it happens. And it's just putting you know content together, throwing out there on social media, being able to bring people in. Joey B, who's been a great friend of the show, along with Rick Marcus and a couple other guys that are here during uh, the football season and even not during the football season when we have our off season. It's amazing the people you connect with and how you even speak to them, even after the show's over. Sometimes they'll reach out to you and just say, hey, I, you know, I have, a, I have an event coming up or something's going on. And if we're able to, sh to share it, like Eagles Mania, they, they have um, their Christmas – turkey toy drive and they're getting ready to launch that and they'll reach out to us the same exact way and we try to help them out whichever way we possibly can and then and it's just being involvement you know like you said you grab your camera you go out there you interview people i'll do it at times when we're out in, in in different venues sometimes uh debbie my my lovely producer slash girlfriend sometimes she'll tell me like you know don't record that because you know we're here together and and I, obviously i don't record like every single little thing but we go to a sporting venue she knows i i love her to death and she knows she supports me and, and I couldn't ask for a better person. 
but it's fun because she'll, you know, she'll tell me like, don't, don't record. And then she'll just look like, oh, okay, he's going to do it anyways. But because it, it's fun, it's what I love to do. And, you know, Dylan's been, he's been with us at a, at a hockey game. So, and, you know, it's the same way I've taken pictures of him on a fire truck. And so we, you know, it's, it's what you do and what you love and you can translate that in your own life. It, it makes it fun. So like for me, I, I'm, I've been a nerd all my life. I, I continue to be a nerd. I have no problem saying that because, you know, technology is one of those things that I, I've absolutely loved. I own the original Commodore 64. That's how back you guys can go with the floppy disk. You know, it's <laughs> way before Dylan ever got to see anything like that because it was way before his time, you know, but it's because it's involvement. It's fun. It's what makes you, passion about certain things and so for me because being thankfully successful with the podcast and now reaching out to the basketball league it helps again a lot of times it soothes me as well because along with my normal job you know there's times when you know events happen in life like the hurricane which drove me absolutely nuts because we had no idea where it was going but you know it's it's just it's fun involvement and i when we add a little element like i always say to dylan and everybody else Dylan is actually not 20 years old. He's 14. He's about to turn 15. It's, it's not that it's not that far yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> but because I say it, people come back and they laugh about it. All send me a message. Is he really 14? No, he's not 14, even though he looks young at heart. You know, but it's little elements like that that people get to hear about us that they may not be able to see on screen and things that we do off screen. So other than you know, as as you stated, grabbing your camera, is there any favorite particular movies or music that you enjoy as well when you're not busy doing other things? Whew. That is a really difficult question to answer because I, I pretty much like every single genre of music. You know, People will say that, but then they'll say, oh, I don't like country or I don't like rap. But when I say I like every single type of music, you could pull up some completely random jarbled mess and I would probably find some <laughs> type of, of musicality to it. So you know, I'll go with everything on the music aspect. And then I think for movies, I actually really like horror movies and thriller movies. Those are my yes, favorite. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your what's your go-to, Sterling? I'm see, I'm a big classic, like Jason, like Friday the thirteenth. Like, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. I just started getting into those movies. My girlfriend, funny enough, is the one who started getting me into that type of the classic horror. But I, okay. I like a lot of the new thrillers. I just watched the new Smile thriller. That was, it was okay. I'd probably give it like a five or a six out of 10. But I think the best one that I've watched so far that I like the most is probably either like Hush or The Ritual or As okay. Above So Below. Those are good ones. I like it. Yeah, those are, those were good. I, 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 um, I'm a big House of a Thousand Corpses fan, big Rob Zombie oh, guy. And yeah. uh, if, if you look at my last name, Spalding, same, yeah. same last name as the, as the, as the main character in the film, Captain Spalding. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so, up dude that you're saying there's some sort of relation there dylan is what you're trying uh, to say no i am not saying that but i <laughs> i like the film and i have a shirt of it because it's funny that we have the same last names but that's just me so, so now, now you're talking about horror films okay first of all let me say you should have left halloween after about halloween too now it's halloween ends how many Halloweens are we going to see in our lifetime? And, and, and funny enough, it started before even both you guys. And here we are, you know, in, in 2022 and Halloween continues like, okay, we got it. Yes. We know that Michael Myers, he's been around whatever, blah, blah. He's supposed to die in the last one. I mean, they, they did what a 3d version. I think they did a cartoon version. I mean, any version you could possibly think of, they did it. And I think now it's like one of those movies that need to retire, like enough for the Halloweens. So I, I tell you, I don't know if you've seen that one yet or you feel the same way or I don't know. You might be. Uh, coming out. I'll be honest. I think the Jason films, at, at, there was a point at, 
at one point that the Jason films were kind of getting a little over the top. Like they had one in like outer space or something. It was like Jason. Like, <laughs> in outer space. Like, yeah, yeah. I swear, what? dude, it was it was bad. It was really bad. Like they they got really like corny and like really bad. Like like and at least the Halloween films are still keeping on with like the same like yeah. slasher theme. I can at least respect that. So yeah, it's consistent. Isn't this one going to be the last one though? I believe so, yeah. And I'm looking yeah. forward to it actually. I might actually end up watching it. So oh yeah, same here. Opening yeah. night, man. Yeah. <laughs> if they had the see back this goes to show you how far back I go. So you had I think the normal God, I want to say I think I I'm almost certain the first movie that we went to was like four dollars and twenty-five cents, something like that. Now, if if you don't want to see the premiere, you wait a month and then there was another movie theater that you can go to that you can actually watch it for a dollar so if 425 was too expensive you can watch it for a buck now some movies like i i just wait i just figured you know what four weeks <laughs> nothing i'll just wait even though my friends went to go see the other ones but if now if it was something i really want to see initially like a christmas story yeah four and a quarter all day no no problem which i do run the 24-hour marathon like everybody else i love watching that movie my favorite one of all time um, that Napoleon Dynamite. Don't ask me why. It's just kind of quirky and everything else, but it, it's a great movie. But no, it, this it, it's it's like I miss going to the theaters at times because it is fun, especially if you get a good group of people. As long as no one's obnoxious, like it's a lot of fun. You, you can kick back, relax, not think about you know many things that go on in the world today. But you know, on the flip side, you got to worry too because you can go to have a good time. But we've seen there's been unfortunate shootings in the movie theaters as well. So, you know, and it's anywhere. So, but yeah, I, I good movies. I enjoy thrillers. I, I definitely enjoy It's been a while since I've seen a thriller movie other than maybe what's going on in society today is probably the biggest thriller movie I've ever seen that continues and goes on and on. But no, it's, you know, comedies, I absolutely love stand-up comedians like Cat Williams by far. Other than Eddie Murphy, and I'm going back years and Richard Pryor, Cat Williams is absolutely hilarious. I don't know if you guys have, have ever watched any of his stand-up. Never watched any of it. Too, <clears throat> yeah, too young for that. Sterling, I wanted to ask you real quick, uh, kind of uh, going back to, to basketball here and, and about the team. And obviously, I know uh, we are very far away from the first game day for you guys. And mm-hmm. I know, uh, you know, there's a lot of, stuff that's going to be happening but you know obviously that opening night's going to be huge i imagine you guys oh, yeah. got are gonna have a lot of stuff planned uh it, it, just in general terms speaking what are you looking for on opening night you know what what is your general goal of opening night i mean obviously you're going to want to have fans in you're going to want to get that place rocking excited for yeah. bighorns basketball uh you know you know what what's your what, what do you hope to see come out of that night you know what do you hope to you know achieve that night if you will and and maybe even take forward or maybe you leave it and say hey we tried it and it just you know something that didn't end up working out what, what's your main goal at goals i should say even at that even uh, what's your main goals on opening night and, and for a game day itself all righty so I think that our main goal is just to give everybody a show that they want to come back to of course yeah. like it would be awesome to have opening night be packed out like full house, not a seat available in there. Everybody's having a good time. We would like to win on opening night, you know, cause that would be an awesome start of course. Sure. So <clears throat> I think we want people to leave with the sense that their money was well spent and that they had a good time. And we also want people to feel like they're a part of the team. Like when they go, 
Uh, I know that one of the things that Anthony and I really talked about and he really hit on is like the Green Bay Packers motto where fans are also like a part of the team. So we're, we're kind of trying to get that energy here in Wenatchee and have not, not only going to the games as like an entertainment value, but it's also being part of the community. Like you're, yeah. you're there. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, I would say now, I will say we've seen Angel, you being from Philly, we've seen crazy mascots that have <laughs> came came through. Angel knows it better than anybody being from Philly. Gritty. Yeah. Uh, we just saw the Seattle Kraken came out with Bowie. I, I think he's like a <laughs> troll or something. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But uh, uh, it, is there any possibility that we could see Squatch, the former Seattle Supersonics mascot, <laughs> make a return as a has <laughs> a big horns mascot here coming up in the next season? Man, provided that the Seattle the Seattle venue doesn't do that, I'm not going to say that that's off the table because that that sounds like a fantastic idea. We got to still have we have to have some more conversations. You know, we want to put out like a big poll and see what people are thinking around here in Wenatchee oh, yeah. and surrounding areas. But dude, if they want Sasquatch, that's what we're gonna bring. <laughs> yeah, Sasquatch. That would be that would be really awesome. And and I was about to say too, LeBron. He's a free agent at the end of this year. LeBron <laughs> coming to Wenatchee? Maybe? No, no, no. He <laughs> no. can bring his son if his son. If you get his son, if he goes undrafted somehow, some way, and you bring in his son, then he said he would go play with for the team that his son plays for. So maybe. Dude, if if they're watching right now, the offer is extended for you guys. Sign on bonus and everything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, if not, we can always put Dylan inside of a costume somewhere. We'll dress him up as. And and by the way, I thought Dylan was going in a a particular direction. He was talking about the worst mascots. The worst mascot in mascot history was out of the USFL. Unfortunately, the Philadelphia Stars decided to come up with this thing called the Blob. Un- <laughs> Godly ridiculous. I wish I had the picture available. It, it's just certainly it, if you can just think of like if someone just took an, an ink pen and basically just made like a blob, that's what it was. Just someone in a costume that looked just like the blob. It's it just it was ridiculous. But no, it's what happens in Philly. They believe more in the mascots, except for the Eagles. They believe more in the mascots than actually doing a team. But hey, hey, listen, it's all right. And I see my nephew had chimed in earlier. He's saying that we're talking about horror movies. He said at the at the district, that's a real horror. And it, if anybody's in Pasco County, they wouldn't understand what he's talking about. But uh, listen, the other thing is, obviously, the Eagles, as we're getting ready to wrap up the show here, starts out 4-0, which is good for the Eagles, not so much for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I believe uh, Tom Brady might be saying, you know what, it's time to wrap it up and call it a day because he might end up in Miami. But uh as I promised earlier, there's a clip that I want to show here before we end up uh, ending the show. And, of course, we'll be back here on Thursday for a doubleheader show, one at 7, one at 8 o'clock. So it's going to be a very busy week around here. But the Eagles doing big things. Jalen Hurts, for a lot of people who didn't believe, as much as I said the man was going to do his homework and that he did, I just want to show a little bit of celebration post game because it was a wet mess at the link. It was nice to see Doug Peterson back from the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was also nice to see that the Philly fans actually cheered him, rightfully so, because he's the only head coach that has brought a Super Bowl victory to Philly. So this is some of the celebration there on uh, Sunday afternoon. No, baby. No, let's go. Yeah.
Hey, that's the definition of dog mentality today. Down 14 nothing, and nobody points. I don't know who said it. I think it was uh, Brian. Like, hey, the best thing about being 4-0 is we got a chance now to go 5-0. One game at a time. Let's pray. We got a lot to be thankful for. I think we're back on. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Well, you know, because oh. again, this the small little things that end up happening, of course, when we go live, but uh, listen, nonetheless, Eagles are on top of the world right now. They're celebrating their, their, their fine victory up until tomorrow when they know it's back to business, getting ready for game day as you get ready to travel out there to Phoenix, Arizona. That should be a great time again. Philly Sports Trips at phillysportstrips.com. If you guys have not, this is a sold-out venue, so you cannot go on that particular trip, but there's still many road games that you guys go to on phillysportstrips.com. If not, go right to broadstsouth.com, broadstreetsouth.com, and book your trip right through our website, which is a lot of fun. Also, don't forget, for Tampa Joe's, at 9316 Anderson Road in beautiful Tampa, Florida, a hop's giving a jump from the airport. You guys want some great food, a lot of fun, and where the Eagles games are shown every Sunday. And if you go out on the restaurant side, they also show other different games as well. But on the bar side and the outside patio, it belongs to the birds. So if you guys are in the area and you want to know where to go to watch the Eagles games, Tampa Joe's, and if not, visit the website, tampajoes.com. They'll give you all the information that you need out there as well. Also, don't forget, if you need payment solutions for your credit card terminals and or apparel, don't forget to visit lgdirect.net, which is the studio name as well. Thanks to Larry Gilman for the excellent job that he does. So if you guys, again, need any kind of apparel, hoodies, T-shirts, you name it, lgdirect.net. Visit Larry. Great guy. He's been with us for the last three years, and it's been a lot of fun with him and obviously with Tampa Joe's and also the Big Sarge, BigSargeSports.com. That ends with a Z, BigSargeSports.com. Our partner as well, doing big things with the Houston Texans, the Houston Rockets. He was invited to go back to, again, report for them as well, and obviously with the Astros. So the Strohs are in there, and I think I could be wrong, Dylan. I believe the Strohs are looking to win the World Series. I don't see the Braves or the Mets. I see nothing but the Houston Astros doing it again. Uh, come on, it's Toronto. It's not going to happen. Oh, or Seattle. We're, Listen, Sterling, you're in, uh, in the Washington area. Mariners. Gotta gotta give a shout out to my Mariners, man. Twenty one years or twenty two thousand. Was it twenty one years? Yeah, twenty one years. Yeah, years. it's about Crazy. time, dude. I think uh, I'm going to be eighty by the time we win a World Series. But maybe we can make <laughs> something happen this year, dude. We'll see. I was going to say, Angel, we, it feels like the Phillies have been waiting long enough, but I think the Mariners definitely deserve it. That's a great baby. Oh, yeah. It, it's, I mean, you look at the Phillies back you know, years ago before. I mean, 19, well, let's go back to the 1900s, first of all, when the organization started. Oh you had to wait over 80 years to finally get that first elusive ring. Then you waited until 2008. Now, God knows how long yet. Hopefully not that much longer because I would like to see one as well before I end up going away. I mean, it took forever just for the Eagles to do it as far as on the Super Bowl side of the house. Yes, they were NFL champions before, before all this stuff started, but the only ones they seem to count for is Green Bay. I don't know why, but hey, whatever. That's it. That's on them. But nonetheless, 
we can't wait to see what's going to happen this Sunday with the Eagles. Hopefully, they'll walk away 5-0. But again, we won't count them out as yet. Phillies, hopefully, they'll continue success. Same way with Seattle. Everybody's been waiting forever for the Mariners to do something. How about if the Mariners turn around, by the way, and win it all? Like squeaking in and end up doing it. I think certainly we'll probably never see you again. You guys will probably just be celebrating until the season starts. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> dude. If, if they can, If they can win it all, I, I'm retiring from everything. I'm just gonna bash <laughs> in the glory. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna? Say, are you gonna raise a Mariners banner up in the, in the building as the first banner? Dude, or... <laughs> the only clothes I'll wear will be Mariners apparel, dude. That's it. Well, that, that'd be good. So, hope a hey, hey, Mariners, if you're listening, okay, if you guys need to reach out to Sterling, just just come, you know. Yeah. Send us a message. Go out here to you know take a look at the social media because it, it would be amazing. That, that would be fantastic. I would actually like to see Seattle end up winning a World Series in, in our lifetime somewhere, hopefully before it becomes too futuristic. So it would be great to see it. But before we end the show here, certainly, of course, I want you to tell everyone and let everyone know where they can reach out to make sure they can join you guys in your establishment. Alrighty. So if you guys do want to join us or follow us and see what we're doing, contact us. The best way to do that so far would be the social media and every single one of our social media handles is Wenatchee Bighorns. That's how you can find us. Or you can go to our website, which should be finalized within the next 24 hours and you can contact us there. All right. So everyone enjoy it. Thanks again to the basketball league for Evelyn and David for putting it together and continue their successes. Now they've reached out into Canada and they're still not done yet. There's a lot of things to come folks. So stay tuned, but Thank you, everyone who tuned in. Thank you for everyone also who sent messages to make sure that everyone was safe here. Again, we pray and hope that Southwest Floridians make that turnaround. It's going to be a long time before Fort Myers looks like the Fort Myers that we've come to know and love. But we hope that everyone finds their loved ones. And let's hope that that other rate that we don't want to talk about stays at a low number it doesn't get any higher but thank you to my producer in studio b debbie for dylan sterling thank you once again for coming on everyone else we will see you on thursday night enjoy the rest of your evening